Hello, everyone. Welcome to the One Flesh Podcast. My name is Haas Rauscher. The One Flesh Podcast is all about marriage, the essential union between man and woman. My goal is to help young men find a girlfriend and build a marriage worth having. And do that alongside the Purpose Podcast, where I try to help young men find and fulfill their purpose. Uh, today has been kind of a rough afternoon uh, in the Rauscher household. I won't um, talk about it too much because uh, it would just be complaining, but been going through some sickness stuff and it has not been fun so uh that kind of condensed my time down uh to talk to you all today uh for your wednesday episode uh, but you still get your wednesday episode because i refuse to miss um this could have easily been one of those days where i was like you know what i don't want to do it i'm not going to do it i uh, didn't have much to talk about um was hoping to have a guest on this week uh ended up not being able to make that happen so um you all know how i am with planning <laughs> Um, this is one of those days where I really wish I would add some backup episodes to get y'all some good content. And I promise I will, uh, I will do that. It's, it's come to the point and, um, we may talk a little bit about this, um, in the next episode, or I think the, the next episode is actually going to be more about exercise, uh, to kind of wrap up my fitness, um, series that I've got going on, uh, for the purpose podcast. But, uh, at some point in this episode, we're going to talk about kind of what happens when, uh, you hit a point where stuff has to kind of be left out. Um, activities during your day kind of has to be has to be left out and I have had some conflicting opinions about this but we are once again hitting a point where um, something's got to give a little bit and uh, I refuse for it to be the podcast and I'm also not going to let the podcast be a hobby either Um, so we're going to uh, we're going to get back in it Um, and I'm going to start making sure that these have uh, more value and have some backup episodes, especially with the kid on the way. So uh, that's my promise to you. But today it is going to be short. Um, it's going to be mostly a baby update. And then if I think about anything to talk about after that, then we'll get into it. So uh, baby update, everything looks really good. Um, honestly, everything is great. Uh, we were worried that the baby might be a little bit oversized in the beginning. But uh, Everything looks fine now. I mean, right on track. Uh, we still don't know the gender. There's there's literally people out there that think that we like know the gender and we're just not telling anybody. Like, I don't know why we would do that uh, because it's kind of a pain in the butt to not know. Uh, it's it's cool, but it, like to not know um, and to not be able to order either boy or girl things or uh, things with names on them and stuff like that. It like people that are like people that are like, I bet you know, don't you? Um, or like, you're just telling us that you don't know. It's like, actually, I don't, um, like what a weird thing to, to hide from people, I guess. Um, but anyway, uh, we're moving forward. Um, everything's going to go really well. Hopefully. I mean, we're kind of at the home stretch to where if, I mean, she hasn't had any issues yet. Hopefully we just have like the most, I mean, knock on wood. I don't know if you can hear me knocking, but we've had like the easiest pregnancy that I've ever heard of. Um, maybe the people around us just have like really hard pregnancies or something. I don't know, but there's been like no morning sickness, nothing whatsoever. And, uh, thank God for that because we've got a lot going on and, uh, or, you know, my wife, uh, she just recently dealing, uh, she just recently, um, left her job. So her last day at her job was last Thursday. Um, and so she's got a little bit more time to prepare and get stuff ready, but, um, I'm pretty stacked with things to do and it is probably going to stay that way. And so, uh, the easier the pregnancy, uh, the better it's, it's been, it's been nice. So, 
um, hopefully that continues. Been very blessed throughout the whole thing, um, and it truly inspired us to help other people that that don't have that. Um, not only have we been blessed in like our own pregnancy, it being just, um, I guess, awesome. You could say. Uh, I don't want to say too easy or, you know, because uh, then she might get a little upset with me because I'm sure she has had some struggles. But um, watching us not have to have worry and struggles uh, the way that other women and other couples do. Um, it's really kind of inspired us to help um, our community and uh, try to give back in some way. Um, I am really bad about getting very, very involved in all the things that I've got going on and then just completely forgetting uh, to do things, help and give back uh, to others. And so um, with kind of the ease of this pregnancy, if it continues to go like that uh, this next month, and especially um, after the child uh, is born, then we're really going to try to focus on the people around us that have uh, given us a lot and try to give back. Um, but I don't think I've already talked about it yet, but we found out that uh, DLN is no, uh, not allergic to lidocaine or local anesthetics. I think I've mentioned it a couple times on the show, but if you haven't heard, um, lidocaine is uh, a form of local anesthetic. Uh, there's a bunch of them. You may heard of uh, may have heard of uh, xylocaine or I think that's a word, um, novocaine, procaine, um, upivacaine. I think is the one that they actually use for the epidurals. But uh, for all of her life, she's been told that uh, she was allergic to lidocaine, couldn't have it. Um, we needed to find out for sure um, to make sure that uh, it was actually the case. Because if not, it was going to be very very expensive. Uh, for the rest of her life to get anything done. I mean, I'm talking cavity, cavities, uh, stitch, stitches, all sorts of things. Uh, use this medicine, and if they can't use it, a lot of times you just have to go into full-on surgery. So, I mean, imagine if they fully put you under, like, general anesthesia in the operating room just to fill a cavity, that kind of thing. Um, cost a lot of money. Um, be a lot of, it would be a huge pain, uh, literally and figuratively. So... Uh, we found out that she's not allergic to that, so she is normal, um, and that is very good because that means that we can have um, an even more normal birth. Uh, means that she can live a normal life after this and not be allergic. <coughs> so uh, that is very good. Um, we are very thankful for that. Huge blessing. Uh, obviously, thank God um, because we couldn't do it without him. So. Other than that, uh, I don't have just too much nurseries coming together really well. Uh, DLN is, uh, she's left her, left her job. I think I just mentioned that, but, um, left her job and finding things to do around the house. Um, not getting too bored as of yet, but, uh, after my last, uh, spicy episode and, uh, if you didn't listen to that episode, it was, uh, it was pretty good. It was, it was a fun episode. Uh, stand by all the things that I said, the, uh, the title and the description were a little bit clickbaity. Um, but it was very funny. Uh, there's people that I know that had to have seen the post. Um, and that I don't know if they'll agree with the post and they haven't said anything to me about it. So, um, I'm wondering how it was, uh, received publicly, but no, I, I still stand by all the things that I said in the episode uh, about women's purpose and, um, their inclination to probably stay at home and really everybody's purpose to live a life of service. Um, to serve your 
uh, wife, or if you are a woman listening to this, to serve your husband, uh, serve your community, serve your kids, uh, serve your God, obviously, the God, the only one. Um, so living a life of service, I, you know, looking back at that episode, uh, I felt like I did a decent job of staying out of just the pure politics of the situation that a lot of people fall into. Um, and the more I think about that, the more that episode seemed to me about just living a life of purpose and, or uh, a life of service, uh, instead of, instead of, um, serving yourself. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of, uh, info and, and discussion that people don't like to hear about, uh, women's purpose and, and their place in the world and, and what I think that looks like. Um, and then men's responsibility to uphold and encourage that. But, um, really I think the whole thing can be boiled down to, are you living a life of service? Um, and what that looks like for uh, women and men. So it was a, it was a good episode. Like I said, Dion is now full-time stay at home. Uh, it's kind of weird to think that like she doesn't have a job or anything. Um, cause she always has, and you know, everybody else's wife, not everybody else's wife, but a lot of people's wives have a job and then, you know, you get to work and they're like, Oh, what is your wife doing now? Or, you know, when is she going to go back to work? And it's like, she's not. And they just kind of give you a weird look. Um, but I'm very proud to, uh, I don't know if proud is the right word, but it makes me happy that we are blessed enough to let her do that. And it's obviously something that she wants to do. Um, y'all know I've said it multiple times, uh, because it's, it's, uh, my only saving grace to be able to even halfway talk about some of these issues, but, uh, I do all the cooking in the house. And so that's been fun, um, trying to help and teach Dylan how to cook. It's been, it's been an adventure this first week. We've got the pregnant and barefoot part down, uh, pregnant, <clears throat> pregnant and barefoot part. Good to go. Uh, we are still working on the, in the kitchen part. Uh, this is no lie. Um, she has cooked. Let's see. Uh, she tried to cook chicken tortilla soup. And uh, unfortunately, the the box package thing that we had bought was kind of trash. Um, it wasn't really her fault. She followed the instructions and uh, everything was fine. But the, the box, like the, you know, you, you buy those little things. It's like chicken tortilla soup. And all you have to do is like add the water and it's powder and stuff like that. Sometimes those can be pretty good. But this one was like absolute trash. And so I had to come in there and... um salvage it um which like i said wasn't her fault um and she doesn't have enough uh experience cooking to just be able to like throw it together so um she did that this week and then uh i have eaten because of time constraints uh, a sandwich for two days in a row that she made and she does make exquisite sandwiches and that is not even a joke um that's actually it's so funny that uh, we take that that stereotype and that joke so seriously that, uh, that's like the one thing that I don't cook in the house and that, um, she doesn't let me cook. She gets very upset if she finds out that <clears throat> I've made my own, uh, my own sandwich because she thinks that that's her job. And so <laughs> it's been, it's been a uh, very funny, but, uh, we're going to get through it and I think we're going to have a really good time, um, doing it. So, uh, letting her decide what she wants to cook. I will say this guys, um, I am learning this, uh, and you should learn this too, that if you want your wife to pick something up or, you know, honestly with, with women, uh, anybody in general, if you're going to hand over some extra responsibility, uh, you have to give them ownership over that task. So, uh, maybe this will be, um, we've talked about taking ownership a lot, but we haven't talked much about giving ownership in a marriage. Um, and so this will be our topic of substance today. 
giving ownership. Um, if you're going to let your wife handle something or pass it off to her uh, because you've just not got enough time, um, which you should be doing this with things, by the way. Uh, finances are one that is good to hand off to the wife um, in, in certain scenarios. I mean, obviously, if one of you can't do math, and that's not even a shot at Ellen, um, but if one of you can't do math, um, maybe don't, or at the very least, uh, make it as easy as possible when you hand it off. But um, handing off certain things is, is very good from a wife to a husband and a husband to a wife. Uh, calling for help when you need help uh, is always a good thing. But when you hand this stuff off, the, the main lesson for today is to um, actually give it away. <laughs> uh, be there to help when they ask, but actually give it away. So, for example, um, I had to, uh, I, I'm just going to have to give DLN, um some responsibility cooking. Like with all the stuff that I've got going on, um, she's going to be available. Uh, it absolutely can be one of her one of her tasks and not every time, but at the very least I need to know that if I end up with a client meeting after work or, um, have to stay late at work, uh, still need to get my workout in. I've got to record a podcast for you folks, uh, in the evening, uh, whatever it might be. Uh, I need to be able to know that I can say, Hey, can you cook this evening? And, uh, number one, not put her under just an immense amount of stress, but number two, um, show up to like, a decent meal, you know, that's healthy and stuff. So, um, we both agree that it needs to happen. And, uh, now we're kind of walking through that, but when you give somebody, um, responsibility of a task, it must come with ownership. I've noticed this in business. I've noticed this in my marriage. Um, you know, you can give suggestions. You can say, Hey, why don't you do this? Why don't you do this? Uh, but it's best to let them go where they want to go with it. So for example, um, I've told Dylan multiple times, you find a recipe, that you want to cook. I don't care what it tastes like. Um, I will give her like baseline nutrition stuff. Like, yeah, it needs to have a good amount of protein in it. Like, um, you see a lot of really lazy dishes or just unhealthy dishes in general where it's like croissants. Um, and it's like a bunch of mozzarella, maybe one slice of pepperoni, and then a huge amount of dough. And they call it like pizza croissants or something. Um, like homemade pizza is fine. Um, if you actually look at the macros on homemade pizza, it's not bad. If you use the thin crust, uh, from Pillsbury and then you put some cheese and stuff on it, whatever you want to do, uh, yada, 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 like a flatbread, um, do whatever you need, but give her some, some guidelines. Like it needs to have a, a decent amount of protein in it. Like I need to be able to have a good amount of protein in the meal. Cause my dinner is typically my uh, highest protein. Well, no, I, I get a lot of protein during my lunches, but um, I typically have to have at least like 30 grams of protein at my dinner to hit my protein goal. Uh, so needs to have a decent amount of protein, um, outside of that, like whatever you want to do, like maybe not fried food. Um, but get a recipe, uh, get all the ingredients figured out on Friday. I'll help you pick out all the ingredients. Um, we can talk over a plan about how to cook it when, um, we get home from the grocery store or whatever. And uh, give her full reign over what she wants to what she wants to cook. Um, it it never has worked when I've said, "Hey, I want you to try to cook this." Um, it doesn't really work very well, and it's because she's not invested in it. It's not something that she wants to try. Uh, it's not something that she wants to experiment with. So, um, if you're going to give something over, give full ownership so that they actually have investment uh, into the uh, 
into the 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 task um so they actually want to do that if i tell her just to cook all the things that i want to cook um it's not great uh she she wants to do her own thing she likes different things than i do um on the flip side of that if you are given ownership of something or given a task you should uh, do your very very best to go in and do it exactly how the other person wants to do it um if they're giving you that instruction take ownership of it if they're giving you full ownership of it take ownership of it we've talked a bunch about taking ownership uh what that looks like but um if that person is handing off a task uh be it your husband and your wife and says hey i want you to take over the finances uh listen intently and um, remember you're you're going to have a marriage of service so um understand that they're giving you this task for a reason they need you to do this they need your help um it may not be an easy thing to give up that task like cooking or something even more uh hard that may, you know something that's even harder to give up maybe like the finances um there will there might be a point to where like our personal finances if i've got business stuff going on and all that uh, my personal finances it probably would be easier to hand them over to dlen um i say my per- our personal finances uh, it might be easier to hand them over to dlen and uh, at that point in time, um, it's going to be a hard thing to do because I don't have control. I don't have knowledge. I've got to trust that she's going to um, steward over it wisely. And uh, if somebody is giving you that level of trust, if your husband or wife is giving you that level of trust and handing something over like that to you, um, you need to do your very best to um, make them secure in that and uh, let them know that, that you are to be trusted. And that comes with uh, following instructions and actually taking up that actually taking up that task you know um we had a it was really cool because even after i uh the, the episode I, I i posted was not that controversial it really wasn't uh, that's a little bit of me being dramatic um just for dramatic just for drama's sake but uh, it was cool we went to church that day um not that day but the sunday afterwards and he was talking about somewhere in Ephesians where it was saying, you know, wives submit to your husbands, that one that everybody hates. And he was talking about that and I'm not going to get too deep into that. But one thing that I thought about was, um, submission to a leader, um, deference to a leader or, uh, obeying some sort of leader doesn't always mean giving up control. So like a lot of people think that, Oh, submit to a leader of the household. Um, that, that means you're going to give up control and whenever they make a decision, you just have to go with it. Well, to me, and I actually even wrote this on a paper, like with DLN, like thinking about it during the church. Um, that also means if somebody gives you, gives you something like says, Hey, I need you to take this over. Uh, submission is if you don't want to do that. Um, even if you think you're not able to do that or it's too big of a task for you, or you just don't want to do it. Uh, submission is taking and taking control of that and doing it to the best of your abilities and serving. This is at work. This is at, uh, especially in your marriage. Um, don't overthink the word submit, but, um, that's, that's also what it looks like. So if somebody is trying to give you something, uh, some extra responsibility, uh, an extra task that they just can't handle anymore, or that they want to see you do and perform at, um, actually, you know, um, give a crap and, and put, uh, some effort into it and, and put your best foot forward and, and take control of that, uh, take ownership of it. And if you're the one giving the task, uh, give ownership. So I think that's all I've got for you. We're around 20 minutes. I am done talking. And so I will uh, see y'all this Sunday for the purpose podcast. We're going to be talking, lifting, 
lifting exercise, uh, especially in the realm of weight loss, to kind of cap off our uh, weight loss series. Uh, so, yeah, tune into that, and I'll see you next week for the One Flesh Podcast on Wednesday. Thanks, guys.